Welcome to the Butt First Coffee Wake Up Call. I'm your host, Kelly Greeno. We are into episode 38. This one is a podcast exclusive, and it is finishing up the topic of doubt and worry that we started in episode 37. All right, ladies and gents, we're going to get right into this. We're going to do a quick recap from episode 37 because those are the two things I told you you should really do some thinking on and journaling, talking about to help you anchor them in, really get to the point of you do understand them, kind of make the light bulb turn on and click into place. Before moving on to these next couple of pieces, um, I believe there's, again, two things to really understand and start to grasp when it comes to understanding why doubt and worry are not even a necessary thing. They're something that we make up as human beings. They're not a real thing. They're not necessary and how to really dissolve them in your life. So you're not worried about the goals that you have, worried about yourself or doubting what you're meant for, doubting if something is going to work out for you. Uh, When we do those things, we take ourselves off our path. And when you're off your path, your unique path that is perfectly made for you, it becomes harder. There's resistance, there's sacrifice, there's struggle. It doesn't feel totally great. It can feel difficult, which leads us to part one of episode 37. We talked about how you need to understand that your desires, the things that you want from the tiny goals of like in this moment, I'm going to do 20 burpees instead of 13 that I did last week to the monetary goals to the lifestyle goals to the things that you're looking to just step into and own for your purpose. Doesn't matter how big or small it is, but they are unique to you. And when you understand that those are your breadcrumbs leading you and keeping you on your path, life gets to be filled with ease and flow and it feels really good and success happens very quickly. And it's sort of like Let's take a golf example. When you hit the ball, it's like you land on the fairway. When you land on the fairway, the ball rolls easier. Uh, It's got a smoother journey to go on. It's easier to see the pin at the end so you can actually get it onto the green and aligned with the hole. Um, Right? Fairway is good. When you hit it uh, off the fairway and it goes into the rough, it doesn't roll as smoothly. Even worse, when it goes out of bounds, it's harder. There's obstacles in the way. There are things that are going to be more difficult. The same thing is true for your path. Your pathway feels like the fairway. It feels like center lane down a bowling lane. It's It feels good. Things flow. There's movement. There's ease. It, it aligns with what you want, right? Aligns with the pins. Um, you know, golf hole, pin, uh, bowling pins, uh, the home run. It's really allowing you to see and feel and go on this journey and this experience and walk that path in a smooth way. When you step off that path, you get the obstacles, you get the stress, you get the resistance, it gets harder. So understanding that first piece that your desires, following your desires as if they're breadcrumbs or little pieces of candy or steak or whatever visual you want to choose is going to lead you down this path, like they are your your things. They're meant for you and they keep you on your path and it is completely unique to to you. You may have a similar goal as someone else or even have the same goal, but that's great. Your path can kind of overlap with somebody's, but walking on your path is what we need to allow ourselves to do. 
It's easier. It feels better. Your desires are unique to you. They're your breadcrumbs to follow. That's what leads you on your path. Okay, cool. Number two from episode 37 was uh, understanding that when you have this desire, it already exists. You have this desire for this thing and this goal. It already exists. It's already there for you. It's literally, I gave the example of a radio transmission. Radio station plays the song. It's transmitted out. The radio receiver picks it up. You are the same thing for your desire. Your desire exists in this world. The transmission of frequency of it is out into the world. You are the receiver. You are tuned into it. You are aligned with it. You pick it up. Oh, great. This sounds really good to me. This is going to lead me where I want to go. This is what I desire right now. So there's really no need to doubt it. There's really no need to worry like, well, what if it doesn't happen? What if it isn't there? What if it what if it doesn't work out? There's no reason to doubt about it. What if this isn't mine? I don't how do I know this is the right goal for me to pick, which I've been in those cycles myself. Like you don't have to doubt those things because it already exists. It is a real thing. It's going to happen. That's why you have the desire and you have the desire. You picked it up. You are the transmission for it because you're already aligned for it. So doubt and worry are not a necessary thing. So let's take this one step further and start to understand a little bit about the void, about how we live in a void universe, how our desires are fulfilled, how they are, uh, our order that we've placed for something that we want is filled, and how to really allow ourselves to get better at this practice and get better at making these beliefs shift. That's one of the hardest things I hear from a lot of practitioners. Um, that's one of their concerns is like, you know, it, it takes time and it takes work to be able to shift these limiting beliefs and to be, to create a new mindset. And I hear that from a lot of practitioners. I don't hear that from my clients because of the work that I particularly do diving into the truth and in the center and using clearing and being able to shift things on all different levels, which is exactly what we're going to talk about. But it is a common thing. It's like, great, I've noticed this, this belief, this piece of doubt, this piece of worry. What do I do with it? How do I shift it, get rid of it and make it a, a permanent thing for myself so I don't repeat the same patterns again and again, right? So part one of today new content, new stuff is, have you ever been playing on the beach and building a sandcastle or in a sandbox and building a sandcastle and you, the sand is, uh, you want to like dig a hole, right? So the sand is dry. It's loose. When you like put your hand in or use your shovel and you pull out, you take a swipe of that dirt, right? You take something out, sand automatically falls into, to fill it. Water does the same thing, right? When you are to like take a swipe out of the water, even if you take, you know, a scoop out, the water fills back in. That hole does not stay there, right? The divot that you just made doesn't stay there. It fills in, okay? With me so far? Take a swipe. You can move it. You can empty it. You can take something out. The water automatically comes in to fill it. Now, that is exactly how our universe works. It likes to fill the void space. There can never be a blank space. So a lot of the work that I help my clients understand is that you have to make room for what you want. 
but it's not just making room for what you want in the physical. Like let's say you want a new wardrobe. So you're going to clean out your closet and actually make room for it. You're going to have hangers that are open, drawer space that is open, remove a lot of the clothes that are no longer serving you, no longer bringing you joy, get rid of the clothes that don't fit anymore or you don't like anymore, donate, sell, whatever, right? Uh, Making the space, Uh, making the space in your schedule. If you're looking to call in clients, making the space in your uh, calendar to have time with loved ones, if that's what you're looking to call in or have a relationship, you know, it's not just about the physical. There are more levels to that. So what you can first start to understand is that when you create that void, so when you're removing, when you've decided this is something I want and you are holding the space for that to come in, you believe in it, you you feel it, you're feeling the emotions, you're aligning with it, you know that it's yours, you've made the decision, this is mine, there is this voidish space that you've created. It's like when you take that swipe out of the sand or the water, okay? So you've created space for this. You're allowing it to come in. You're open to receiving it. You've decided this thing is mine and I'm going to allow it to come in. What we like to do as humans is fill that space because we're very uncomfortable with the unknown. Think about how many times people are saying, um, or, you know, because there's space in their conversation or in their presentation. As human beings, we are professional fillers. I like to use the example, a lot of women with a purse, no matter how big your purse or your bag is, it's going to be pretty full. That's what we do. We are professional fillers. We fill our time. When we don't have something to do, how many times do we think, oh man, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, I'm not doing enough. I need to, I need to go do something. Oh, I've got to do this right now. I can't wait till later. This has to be done now. We are very uncomfortable with having that type of space, whether it's time, whether it's money. How many times did you hear growing up? Maybe for you, it was like, you know, you're that money's burning a hole in your pocket. You feel like you have to spend it. For It shows up differently for each person, right? But it's something that we are uncomfortable with. We are professional fillers. We like to fill that space, fill that time when we have extra, when we have room to move, when we have, we're, we're filling our lives with busy work, we're filling our purses with stuff, we're filling our lives with stuff. We try to fill that hole internally, with something, right? We have a lot of addictions that come into that place because we feel like we're not whole. We feel like we're, we have places that need to be filled. So we try to stuff it full of other things. That's what we do as human beings. So you create this void, you create this space for something that you want, but you fill it with stuff. You fill it with doubt. You fill it with fear. You fill it with the fact that like you're uncomfortable with that space, so you try to put something in it. Doubts, fears, worries, scarcity. Um, self-sabotage is a common way for that to show up, that you are filling that space with something that isn't serving you because you're uncomfortable with it. It feels weird. It's something we're not used to. It's something we're told we, we can't have, that like we wear our you know, busy 
as a badge of honor. So we fill that space with other things. We fill that space. So if you can learn to identify that and see that, right? You believe the first two parts of episode 37. And you can really become aware of, oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm doubting and I'm worrying because I'm filling that space because I'm uncomfortable with it. You can then allow yourself to actually let go of the doubt and worry and empty out that space again because you see the universe or God or source, whichever you choose to believe, it will fill that space. It is a universal law. It will be filled, but it can't be filled and it takes longer to be filled and it feels hard and it's stressful because you've already put other things in that space. It's like I'm looking at my bookshelf, for example. It's like you've taken a book out. You create the space for it, for the book that you want now, right? You're getting rid of this older book, getting rid of this book that you're done reading. It's not really bringing you value anymore. It's not really serving you in any way. So you get rid of that book. But it's like you get the new book that you want is is ready to go on the bookshelf. But there's already stuff there that you've put a, a another lesser book, you've let it fill the space, you've put stuff or junk in that space and, and now your new book can't, the one that you really want, the one that you are going to get value from that's going to feel really good, the one that you're excited about, it can't go anywhere because you've already filled that space. So by becoming aware of this, you get to make the choice to remove the doubt and fear and worry Again, because episode 37, you know it's not necessary. And it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I can see that now. The awareness is the first most important step you need to become aware of. You don't know what you don't know. So once you become aware of it, that's a very monumental step. Aware of it is, oh, I see what's going on here. I'm, I'm filling that space because I'm uncomfortable with it. Because it feels weird and unknown and scary and I'm filling it with things that are not serving me. I'm filling it with things that I actually don't want. Then you can make the decision and the choice to clear that stuff out. Again, let it go. Remove it. Whether it's with me in a session and we actually do the energetic clearing or it's just yourself of having the awareness of like, oh, that's not even necessary. It's not even a thing. I don't need the doubt and the worry and the fear. And you sort of have to allow yourself to lean into the uncomfortable. And when you can lean into the uncomfortable without fear, without dirty, um, <laughs> doubt, without worry, I was trying to combine the two words there, without fear, without worry, without doubt, when you can lean into that space and you can let yourself actually be excited that that space is there. Like, this is what you want. This is amazing. It stays open. It stays clear. And you're allowing what you desire to come in instead of trying to like stuff it with stuff, stuff it with things, stuff it with unnecessary emotions and and junk. Like, that's really exciting because it's like, oh my gosh, the thing that I want, the thing that I desire, the what I'm asking for, like, it's going to come in. Like, there's space for it. It's here. The, I, I'm open. I'm allowing. And I, and I believe it. It actually can be a very exciting thing. But we need to shift what we are currently conditioned to feel about that. 
We're taught to be afraid of the unknown. We're taught to be afraid and fearful of the things that we don't understand. And like that, we could go on and on about that because that leads to a shit ton of issues that we've had in our country and in our world and world wars because somebody decided. I don't understand this. I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel powerless. It feels threatening to me. So we're going to make ourselves afraid of it and we're going to spread fear about it. And we're going to make this stuff up about it being so bad and it's evil. And we could go on and on about that stuff, right? But when you can actually understand that that unknown and that void in that space is freaking exciting and amazing and you can let yourself be in that space instead of trying to control everything that is when your desire will be filled that is when the universe can actually deliver what you're asking for that is 100% alignment if you want to get into the manifestation words that's what allows it to come in When you can be in that void space, when you can feel that unknown space and it feels weird and it feels funky and it feels like it's not quite normal, but you can really be excited about it and stay open and not put useless shit in there, that is when your desire will be delivered. It has to. It is literally a universal law. It will be filled. So the second part to this Um, I was talking with my husband about this and it's muscle memory, but it's not just physical muscle memory. Like when you're fixing your golf swing, apparently golf is on my mind lately, which is weird because I don't even play golf, but got some great analogies with it. So it's not just muscle memory as if you're like learning a new golf swing or like tennis. I remember going through this with learning a new serve that it was just like the muscle memory had to start to be there where I had to practice it again and again and again. And it was difficult at first and it felt weird at first and it was getting, but now I can't serve any differently because it became muscle memory because of the repetition. It becomes habituated within my system where I don't even have to think about it anymore. It just is what happens. My body automatically does it because it has become muscle memory. Now, the thing about creating these new beliefs, allowing yourself to release the doubt and worry and release the junk that's not serving you and really shift into leaning into that void, leaning into the excitement, learning into the faith that you know and you trust that it will be filled and it is for you and that it exists for you, really anchoring that in and letting that become your state of being, letting that become your natural habits. It's not just about the muscle memory physically. We happen to have five bodies. I know that sounds a little crazy, but I'm not talking about just physical, right? We have five parts to what make us whole and complete as the human and spiritual beings that we are. Part of that is your physical body. Absolutely. Okay, so your physical body is a part of it. You also have the emotional, the energetic, the mental, and the spiritual. Okay, so those five bodies, it can sometimes be called the causal body. That's another term if spiritual doesn't resonate with you. 
So let me read you just a tiny bit here. So physical body self-explanatory, right? In order for muscle memory to fully take effect, all five bodies need to have that muscle memory in place. In order for it to become your state of being, this new stuff that you want, all five bodies must understand it and get it, right? The light bulb must click on in all five bodies in order for 100% alignment, for pathways to open, for what you desire to come in, in that moment, like right now, right? This is why some people are really good and they seem to be really fast at getting what they want, at manifesting what they want, because all five bodies become in alignment. It becomes their state of being because all five bodies are taken care of. They're all on board. They're like, every part of them is like, yeah, I get it. Like that's truth. All doubt, fear, and worry about it has been removed on all five body parts. Bodies, I guess. I don't want to say body parts because that brings up hands and <laughs> arms and feet and teeth. So physical body, self-explanatory, your physical being. The emotional body is what you feel. Right? I think we all can understand that we feel different emotions. Right? These are what you feel when you feel sad, when you feel happy, when you feel angry, when you feel excited, when you feel joyful. So your emotional body is what you feel. So that was what I was saying of like when you're in that void space, if you feel excited, if you feel trust, if you feel right? Those are things that you feel from people. You feel from yourself on a daily basis. And there's a lot of people that think we cannot control our emotions. You absolutely can. But it's not about like bossing them around. Your emotions are guiding posts and they are meant to be there for a reason. They teach us so many things about ourselves because they are part of our being. So it's not about denying them or forcing yourself to shove them down or ignoring them. It's learning to integrate and acknowledge all of your emotions and understand that that is a way that your your soul, yourself communicates with you. So physical body, emotional body, energetic body. Your energy body is the subtle energy flows. So there are energy meridians, your chakra system, some people call it aura, like Reiki does work on on your energy body. All of these are about energetic level. We are made up of, depending on what study you read, anywhere from 94% to 99.99% of subtle energies. This is our, our frequency that makes me me and makes you you. Every single thing in this universe has a frequency has subtle energy. So your body is made up of the majority of it, subtle energy flows. It's what makes you, you, right? It's your life force. It is, uh, it's, it's what is allowing you to really be this being and be created by universal energy, by source energy, by God. Uh, the mental body is your mind, I think we're starting to really understand a lot of this in today's world. Your mental body is your mindset, your thought patterns. Mental health is becoming a very big and popular thing because of how important it is. Understanding the mind, understanding our mindset. It's not just about the brain. And while the chemicals of the brain and how our brain is functioning is important, that happens to be the physical 
of our brain and of our mental state, but your mental body is how your mindset thinks, your mind's eye, um, things like how you have memories and store memories, how you pick up on different goals, like different, it's, it's your mental map, okay? And the fifth one is your spiritual body or causal body. This is sort of the realm of like your soul or infinite potential. It is understanding the the connection to universe, God, higher self. It is what allows you to understand that you are at the cause of what you are creating for your life, which is probably a whole nother series of podcasts or live videos. But those are the five bodies that we're working with. Physical, mental, emotional, energetic, and spiritual. All five must have this new belief, this new state of being as a muscle memory. How do you get that into muscle memory on all five things, all five bodies? Repetition. It's repetition and it's also um, clearing, being able to remove the things that are sticking and holding on to you. It's really allowing it to get into your subconscious. If you've ever, um, I think the movie was called Inception, um, where they go with a dream, within a dream, within a dream. They go like three levels down is where you have to implant this new dream, this new idea. That is our subconscious. It is sort of that third level down. It's not just, I talk about that a lot with people when it's like, look, what you're experiencing on on daily life is kind of like the first level. The second level is everything that you've been conditioned to believe. It's the things that you think need to happen and should happen and, and you, you think you need to behave in this way and you get down under that and you get even further than that, right? I talk about that second level as like it's still surface level. Like what you keep telling me you want, that's surface level. The symptoms show up there with like, well, money is the issue and no, it's it's not. Money's not the issue. Time's not the issue. Love's not the issue. You get down underneath that and you get into your sub subconscious you get into that third level and you really start to get to the foundational pieces and the building blocks of your truth and of your state of being and what your your where your five bodies sort of merge to determine who you are what you think what you feel how you show up in the world so muscle memory is about getting it into the subconscious getting it into the all five energy bodies, all five bodies that we have, including the energetic and emotional. So this is why I talked about, like, you can write affirmations about it. I talked about that before, writing affirmations again and again. That's great. That's going to get it into mental and physical. That's amazing. Repetitions are great. And affirmations and repetitions of them are great. That's why a lot of people will tell you to do this. That's what works because it does. It gets it on the mental and the physical level. What people are starting to understand is the emotional level. That's great. They're like, you have to feel it. When you write these affirmations of, I'm a jet-setting millionaire, how does that make you feel? Like You have to anchor in that feeling. So mental, physical, and emotional are starting to become this very big thing that people are really understanding. Affirmations, feeling it, believing it. When you're listening to them on repetition again and again and again, like that's fantastic. But these other two levels, they're relatively new in people allowing themselves to understand the energetic and the spiritual or causal. Those are the ones 
that can be a little bit trickier to get in alignment with. Because the energy body is about that subtle energy, right? It's about the frequencies. So you need to be able to clear the energetic blocks, the knots that are there. Just like when I was saying in my physical, when I was learning my serve, if I had something going on with my shoulder that wasn't that was inhibiting my mobility, I would have to go have that worked on so that I could have the range of mobility and the movement freedom that I needed to be able to perform that serve the way I should. The same thing happens energetically and spiritually in our, in our energetic and spiritual bodies. There are knots, there are things that are anchored in. The emotions that are anchored in are causing energetic misalignments. There are things on our, our spiritual level that we don't quite 100% understand and tap into. So they're, you know, being able to connect to the universe, connect to God, connect to your higher self, that we may be feeling disconnected. So the energy body and the spiritual body, those are the two that I work with that are different than a lot of the coaches and mentors out there right now. Those are the two that I also tap into. Yes, we do physical, we do mental, we do emotional. Those are extremely important. But these other two are what allow me to offer the rapid transformation that I do to myself, to my family, to my clients. That's what allows it to happen so much more quickly and to really become your new state of being so quickly because we work with all five. So I know this may be a new concept. I know this may seem like a crazy thing, but these two pieces are what are going to allow you to really complete that picture of dissolving doubt, fear, I can say it again, doubt, fear, and worry. It's getting rid of the guilt and the shame that are associated with the doubt and the fear and the worry. Right? When you can understand that those aren't even necessary things and you can really shift on all five bodies, get it into your subconscious, be comfortable and excited and believe in and understand Right, because your mental is your belief. The physical is like is the 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 repetition of writing the affirmations. It's your it's manifesting it into reality and physically experiencing it. Your emotions are how you feel about it, what you what it stirs up within you because of what it means to you. And energetic is like being able to vibe with it and feel it. And it's the subtle energies that just become a part of your being. And your spiritual is like that knowing. That knowing that this is mine, knowing that like there's there really truly is no need for the doubt and the worry and the fear. That sense of knowing and certainty comes on that spiritual level. It's when you have all five of those things in alignment and in they're no longer arguing about it. The image that comes to mind is kind of like a jury panel of five people that are like arguing this case. Like we've we've been presented with all these facts and these experiences, and you've got your energetic, let's say that your energy body is like, I don't like, that's not true. Like I've got this not here that says this isn't possible. This isn't going to work. This we're not aligned with that. Like that's not a real thing. Like, let's look at the facts. I don't think that's true. And you've got mental and physical that are like, no, we've been doing these affirmations. You don't understand. These are like, this is how it is. This is so true. This is what we're being told. 
we're even feeling it, even the emotional like chimes in and they're like, yeah, like, like we feel that we totally understand that. And energetic is, and spiritual are still like, yeah, I'm not quite so sure about that. I just, I just don't feel that type of connection. And that can be exactly why, you know, the jury isn't in or in agreement with you being able to create what you want. All five bodies matter. Majority of people are teaching and talking about physical and mental with an understanding of emotional, but they're missing the energetic and spiritual. When you can get those five in alignment, in agreement, it happens extremely quickly. And that is what is possible for everybody. Every single person has that ability. But these are universal laws. These are principles of the energetic world that we live in, the frequency-based world that we live in. It's about integration of who you are completely, a wholeness of who you are on all levels. So I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 37 if you need to, to go back and re-listen to this, to reach out and have a conversation with me, to talk about this, to ask questions about it, to not just assume, oh yeah, I get it, that makes sense, but to really journal about it, really talk about it, let yourself really anchor it in and look at, do I actually get this? Do I understand this on all levels or does it still feel a little funky, a little resistance, a little off? A little like, eh, I'm not so sure about that. I'm open to having those conversations with you to help guide you forward further. There is so much available to us. It is insane. We are stopping ourselves short. Even the stuff that you think would be freaking amazing to do and to reach and to appreciate having that stuff in your life, like your wildest dreams are still only like level three out of level 1000. Like we are, we have so much available to us to be able to experience, to expand into, to do, to really open ourselves up to and rise up to and do and be and have and achieve. But we keep ourselves so small. And these types of concepts and understandings and the type of support that I give my clients, like it allows us to experience so much more. The life I'm living now, I didn't even know was possible when I was 16 years old. I never expected that of myself. And the cool part is I get to repeat that cycle again. The life I'll be living in five years and two years and 10 years, myself right now as I sit here, I probably can't even imagine it because so much is available. We just aren't allowing ourselves to see it, believe in it, and achieve it. We're not allowing ourselves to go there because of all the conditioning that we've been placed into and that's been put on us. But it's time for us to clear that shit out of the way so we can really stop into like deeper sense of purpose, deeper sense of fulfillment and achieve even more. I give the analogy of a tree a lot. It's like growing your roots super deep, super wide, super strong so that you can grow even higher and reach even more and do even more and go high and wide and experience it all. But the roots got to come and the height got to come. It's got to come as a whole. It's got to be about completeness and wholeness for who you are and what you're meant to do. That sense of fulfillment is possible for you now. 
a sense of happiness and like deep sense of gratitude for where you are. Very cool. And you still get to go for more. Those are the people that I find are drawn to me. So if you don't quite feel like that's you, I'm willing to bet that it actually is underneath a lot of this stuff that you actually do desire so much more and you want to experience more and more and more. And it's not about being greedy. A lot of people are like, man, but you're not grateful. You got to be grateful for where you have. You absolutely can be grateful for what you have and where you are and feel fulfilled now. Happiness, complete happiness now. And you can also understand that there is so much more. They're not a separate piece. They are intertwined and connected. There's so much more and it's available to you now if you're willing to start diving into these different concepts and really get them and anchor them in. If you're ready to do the work, if you're ready to really shift and change in a big way to create a new foundation, to really get the energetic and the spiritual bodies aligned with who you are and what you're meant for, uncovering your purpose, uncovering yourself and your truth, the clearing program is exactly what that is for. It's an eight-week program. Deadline for this round is registration closes on January 31st. So you need to speak up. You got to get into it. And it really just, it is truly amazing when you start to release and dissolve the doubt and the worry and the fear and you get anchored into these truths and these understandings, so much more is possible and it can happen very, very quickly. And it doesn't need to be a struggle and you don't need to sacrifice anything. It's meant for you. I would love to hear from you about these analogies and if they're helping and if they make sense you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on the Anchor app, but that is all I have to share with you today. I hope these have made some sense for you. If you have questions about them, don't hesitate to reach out and ask. would love to see you in the clearing program. We do have a couple of spots that are still open in this first round. Make sure that you message me and scoop those up before the deadline passes. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Be fierce about who you are. Be fierce about what you desire and embrace your truth.